Welcome back to Fate's Rest, listeners. Last time we had a bit of uh, a history lesson for our adventurers. Let's see what they remember. You did tell me it was going to be a pop quiz. I'm screwed. That <laughs> uh, went in one ear, out the other. <laughs> it's just time for adventure at this point. <laughs> Head empty, no thoughts. Uh. <laughs> so I guess starting with the cherry blossom tree being the uh, yes. the symbol of the seal and the magic, uh, we found out the new tree that we had helped grow created more magic in the world. Um, and the ascended gods or the heroes of five or whatever the vague fey wording was, they... Um, they essentially did a half-assed job. They done hecked up. Yep. They Disappointment. S- Gonna have to fix up the gods' work. They started the ceiling away, but they didn't completely finish it. So it's like, just kind of wrapped up. I don't think it made gods anyway. I mean, come on. It's like taking all the credit for a group project. <laughs> Been cheated. And then they, you know, a couple thousand years later, get some mortals to finish the job for them. It's fine. Just, just God things. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just God things. <laughs> uh, I guess we have uh, adopted a new party urchin. Well, most specifically, Yulby has adopted a new party urchin. Yeah. But very specifically, Yulby. The the two of us don't don't know what we're doing, but Yulby's. You, you got this. It's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll be supportive from like 10 feet away. We'll be supportive from over there. <laughs> um, we found out some cool lore about uh, the fairies and what's happening with that. Apparently fairies need to make trees if they got royal blood to fix the world. And the big tree is dying. But luckily... He's got three kids. So, uh, guess what, kids? You get to be trees now. Sorry. Talk about spreading out some roots. Four kids, by the way. Four. Four kids? You said there's yeah. one north, one in the desert, one in the ocean. And one planted. We just Alder. fixed Alder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, there's four. I just forgot to count the one that we already turned into a tree. So, it's um, three remaining children. There we go. <laughs> sure, I sure hope they didn't have any plans of like traveling the world one day or anything, because uh, well, <laughs> well, you're stuck now. That spot forever. Yeah, how are right. they gonna like visit family? This is gonna suck. Uh huh. <laughs> just try to plant them all near each other. Well, it's not gonna work that way, but we they, should try. They could do the, they could do the little avatar thing like Lyle does. Mmm. Mm, yeah, they could. Or maybe it works uh, differently on the material plane versus, like, the Feywilds, you know? Mm. That's I guess valid. we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> uh, so I think if we're going to get right back into playing, Yulby's just going to look at Zug and be like, you're going to have to walk now. <laughs> Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll pick up right where uh, we left off. Uh, you'll have probably been sitting there talking about this uh, this Braille storybook for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. And that's where we'll start. Yeah, so Callie just pulled it out, and she's going to open it up and kind of 
gently run her fingers over the pages a little bit till she finds one of the stories about trolls. And then we'll, like, offer the book to the others. Just, um, yeah, this story here, it talks about trolls. Uh, this one's under a bridge, and there's some... Some hoved animals. Goats, I think. Hmm. That is a new book. <laughs> I don't think it's very new. Uh, no, it's... It's fairly old, actually. Well, I've never seen a book where you had to read dots before. Oh, um... You just... You, you feel them. Offers the book to her. That is an amazing idea. She'll look at it and then look back up to Callie. Well, I don't know how to read that. I barely have reading down on a normal basis. She, like, pauses and looks down at the book and looks back up at Yobi and looks at Zug. Just, oh, is it? I suppose it's less common than I was led to believe. Um, my apologies. Uh, uh, so, feeling the words, I'm guessing for people who can't see... She nods. Yeah, they they don't last very long in the mountains, I'm sorry to say. That would be useful for when it's too sunny out, though. Though yeah, I do like the good. idea of hiding the spell book and whatever that is called. Yes, we would like to learn, please. I I could teach you on our on our journey, I don't mind. Yes, let's do that. Proceeds to write an entire spellbook in Braille. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in three days, you could essentially get half proficiency in Braille. <laughs> That's very fast. That is very fast. That's faster than I, as a player, can learn things. <laughs> yeah. Zug's a pretty smart boy. Well, Yulby picks up on things fast. BRB, I'm going to go try to teach myself Braille and see how long it takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. To be fair, it's not like learning a whole other language, because all you're learning is like a new way to write the same sounds that you already know. Yeah. Like, it's in common, it's just Braille. I mean, isn't the the mechanic in D and D you can learn a language in like a week's time? I mean, no. I believe it depends on the DM and the language and a bunch of other factors. Uh, there's like a rough yeah. guideline for probably I your think most it was like basic languages. A thousand hours to learn a new language, at least. Yeah, that sounds about oh, right. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was. Well, I'm fast tracking that. <laughs> but that's also like if you're trying to learn, you know, Elvish, which is common compared to if you're trying to learn, I don't know, let's go with Abyssal. Like, that's not a very common language. <laughs> be hard to find a lot it of books in this world. teaching you how to write, read, write in that language. Apparently Abyssal is really common in this world. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the Abyssal farmers. They have to be like a chain, right? There's abyssal farmers, there's abyssal uh, insurance adjusters. Mm -hmm. It's just the whole thing. Oh, no. The insurance adjusters, I'm pretty sure, would be uh, aberrant speech. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. One learning, please. 
Absolutely. Uh, sorry. Yes, I can. I can teach you as we go. It gives us something to do on the journey, at least. Good, good. Yes. Essentially, learning Braille is you just have to learn the alphabet in Braille. So long as there's no more singing in games. <laughs> oh no, Yolfi's gonna learn. Gonna figure out how to sing to this one now. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, six dots is A and five is B and. <laughs> <laughs> triangle of dots is the D for some reason, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> I can imagine like in the future when you'll be goes to try to read it, it's like she has to like, feel the dots and like, write it down in common like, what that letter is and then feel the next it's a dots. Code. Like, it's like it, it takes a very long time for us to actually read one sentence, but it's fine. <laughs> well, she'll get faster at it. I feel like feeling the dots she would get so much better than actually looking at them. Uh, but that is what rolls are for. We'll see how uh, Tex judges those as we go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, as you're sitting there talking, uh, how are you going to go about heading north? Um... Well, the cart's taken, so I think we're going to walk. Yobi will help Callie up onto Banana Nut, but oh. she'll just, like, hold the reins and walk alongside. She's all chipper. Oh, I feel special. I think Zug would walk, walk for a little while, but then just despite the line about um, now you have to walk and you can't ride, he would then just out of nowhere be riding just ride this like immaculate white uh, horse that just shows up out of nowhere Callie's gonna look over at him and like <laughs> squint a little bit so I need to know a question here I need to know an answer to a question real quick. Uh -huh. what kind of horse is it it, it matters trust me it matters <laughs> it matters I don't know it I, don't, does. I don't know horses no. <laughs> well, I mean, is it like a, a carriage an horse, Arabian. a war horse, a stallion? Like, I mean, what? the spell says the stats of a riding horse, so riding a riding horse. So it's a, like it's a Mustang or an Arabian, smaller horse, big enough for a grown man, nothing more. Yeah, it just says it just says a large quasi-real horse-like creature appears on the ground. And think cowboy. Space. Think. Think cowboy's horse is essentially what I'm thinking. Quasi real but, is the best description of anything. <laughs> right? A large quasi real. So, what? <laughs> banana nut is a Clydesdale. The largest horse on the planet. <laughs> Clydesdales compared to a regular riding horse. I mean it does are it huge. does say it does say I, I decide the horse's appearance and it's equipped with a saddle bit and brindle. Uh, brindle. There we go. I'd probably spelled that wrong because I don't know nothing about horses. It uses Bridal, the stats for sure. a riding horse except it has a speed of 100 feet and can travel 10 miles in an hour or 13 at a fast pace. <laughs> I get an hour, so just randomly Kai's for an hour I'm Equivalent this. to one horsepower. For ran Kai's... Randomly for an hour I'm riding this really just beautiful, like... I think because it says quasi-real, it's like kind of illusionary but not really illusionary. Like, it's, it's like somewhere in between solid and kind of that like 
wispy illusion fate state. It looks solid until you look directly at it. Yeah. Mm. So like just just randomly for an hour while we're traveling, I'm just I'm gonna ride this horse. I'm just gonna spend that spell slot for whatever we're riding. Cool. When it when it shows up, Kelly's gonna look between this horse, this new horse, and the horse that she's riding at, and then between Yulby and Zug, and just is summoning steeds a fairly common magic then? When'd you get the whistle? It's some nice little words. I can even do a dance if I want to do it that way, too. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that you have a horse, she'll just, like, hop onto a banana nut. Since Kelly was riding on front, she'll just ride behind this time. <laughs> uh, well, let's go horse speed. Let's go horse speed. All right. <laughs> That's the best line ever. <laughs> I, I get horse speed for an hour, and I think the, the wording of ja- gradually fades away. Like, it starts to, like, become more smoky, wispy as it gets closer to that hour. Okay. So as y'all are, y'all y'all can probably ride, I'd say since they're magic horses, they're not actual real life horses uh you can uh ride full speed for the entire hour uh which is one horsepower each you just run full hor- <laughs> full 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 throttle there um for a war horse i believe that is 60 feet uh per turn oh, so his horse is faster yes <laughs> I have up, which makes sense because Clydesdales aren't very fast. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's got a cart and somebody else riding it. And it's just you know, yeah, just me. So you're going full, full banana nut speed. Yeah, I'm assuming Zug's probably trying to keep. We're going to travel one banana pace. nut an hour, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and y'all make good time. Y'all are covering lots of distance. What's and, the name uh, of your horse? What is the name of your I horse? I was going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, you'll be as very curious. Um, <laughs> so I think... I think with... Uh, I think I think Zug would use the uh, word for cloud and celestial. Would be the name of the horse. So, What's that sound like? I don't know what that yeah. sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just seems to sing a word. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to sound like Marshmallow because Yobi will be like, name it Marshmallow. (laughs) There you go. He still sings it because it's Celestial. Uh, I'm I'm Googling uh, an English to Celestial D&D language uh, converter. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Now I'm curious. Right? <laughs> you said the name was Moon? Cloud. Cloud, sorry. Yeah, this this could this translator says sec. Sick. On an audio medium, I vote probably not. not. 
I'm going oh, to no. butcher that. <laughs> I'll workshop it. Give me a second. Give you a sec? <laughs> yes, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be, we'll be over here just whispering to Callie. We're like, you should name it Marshmallow. I've heard of these wonderful things. They're fluffy and they're white like the horse. And they're supposed to taste like sugar cubes. But better. <laughs> Note to self: Give Yulby marshmallows. Hey, uh, hey, DM. Yes. Did they happen to have marshmallows in Kelly's little village? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say no. Beautiful. Okay. She's gonna like lean in a little bit and just. Like sugar cubes, but better? Yes. You know how sugar cubes Zug would are know what crunchy? a marshmallow is. <laughs> she nods. I've heard that marshmallows are very soft. Like bread. But not bread. Sugary bread, so like cake. But not cake either. Hmm. Well, I'd certainly like to try it. She nods. Then continues watching Zug <laughs> to be like, I wonder if he'll come up with the name. Well, I tried <laughs> another word, and it's hooth, so. Like tooth, but with an H. That'd be. Celestial. I, I guess if you sing the words, they sound prettier. Probably. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be sung, which is weird. I don't understand that. <laughs> it's not really it's supposed to be sung, it's like that angelic, like, sing songy words. Where it's very melodic to the wording, but I'm pretty close to tone deaf, so I don't really get that. But y- y'all, <laughs> y'all watch. Have y'all seen Frozen? Yes. All I can think of is that little bit where Elsa is just like ooh, <laughs> and then just add the oof at the end. <laughs> 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 And now trying to figure out a tone deaf Zug trying to do this. I, mean, I would say, I would say oh, Zug is tone deaf because he speaks he speaks uh, fluent celestial. I, mm. however, Silver Dusk am tone deaf. Ah. <laughs> yes. I was in band for a reason, not choir. It's a fair point. Fair point. Alright. So while he thinks of a name for his horse, y'all are traveling. And eventually the hour passes and uh the the this semi quasi realistic horse fades away. And y'all slow down to walking speed again. Oh it's a ghost not a marshmallow <laughs> A marshmallow ghost. Alright, and you are you you travel for a while, and you come across uh, the the actual road. You actually stumble across the main road that passes through all this because you've been essentially off road because you came from the War Beast, and the main road doesn't 
really pass through that area. So you have to like make your way back to the main road. So you finally get to the main road and you're traveling down, traveling up, traveling north, down this road and you come across uh, the remains of a caravan. And it looks like it was attacked recently. It's still smoking. You said a caravan, so how many carts are there? There are four. I suppose we should go see what's up. Yes. To investigate. To investigate. Alright. So as you come up to these things, you can either give me perceptions or investigations. Whatever you want to do. It's still sunny out. (laughs) (laughs) It is still sunny. It's only been a couple hours. (laughs) I'm going to do perceptions. Perceptions. I got got an 18 for Zug's uh, investigation. An 18. I'm doing perceptions as well. Um, For all other senses, it's a 3. But for sight, it's a 12. Dang. <laughs> nice. That's a 6. That's always fun. A 6. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Yulby. Yulby, as y'all come up to this, you see a bunch of burnout carts. Like, they're still kind of smoking. All you can assume is they were attacked. You don't really see anything else. Um, Callie will notice that there are no people of any kind. Not even any bodies or anything. That's very suspicious. And Zug, probably the last one to come up since he's no longer on a horse. Uh, You will notice that the... uh, that there are essentially drag marks leading off into a nearby, uh, like, it's like farmland, essentially. It's got rows of corn and stuff growing, and it looks like drag marks through the high grass into this uh, rows of corn. Can't just have an easy way of traveling the roads. There's always got to be something crazy going on. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody here, so I guess whoever it was already uh, got help. I don't even see bodies, so. Uh, Pretty sure it's not help, but he's gonna kind of most like tap his foot down next to these drag marks. Looks like they were a drug heading out that way to the field. Kidnapping arsonists. (laughs) <laughs> that's a very get interesting way to jump. <laughs> get rid of the evidence I guess Kelly looks a little concerned for a moment and looks back at the child they're lugging around with them who's very asleep and looks back at the cornfield um Either one of us is going to have to wait here with him. We're going to have to wake him 
to bring him with us, or we can try to pull the cart through the field, but I don't know that that's going to work out very well. I suppose mm. we could just leave well enough alone and not investigate, but I'd rather figure out what, what happened here. Especially before we stop for the night to rest. Yeah, because what, what time are we coming up to? Uh, you're probably around three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock. Maybe four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sun's not no longer at the high point, but it's not starting to get dark yet. Um, because it's kind of a little still smoking. Could I go inside one of these carts just to see what's up in there, or if it's all burnt away? Oh sure, yeah, you can go check them out. So you don't even have to uh, roll for anything. Is when you get up into one of these carts, uh, the one you happen to climb into, it looks like there's uh, bits of furniture and bags of clothes and stuff that are singed and somewhat burnt. I'm going to toss out the clothes at least because that can maybe not catch on fire. Maybe a pretty Tossing out furniture, I might break it though. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Watching, you'll be tossed things out of the cart. Just gonna approach and just. May I ask what you're doing? Well, if we find them, they'll be able to have their stuff still. But if it catches on fire, then they will not have their stuff. If not, free clothes and blankets. Quick question for the DM. Yes. So, press digitation can instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. If I cast it multiple times, could I snuff out what's left still smoldering around here? You could cast it multiple times. If you want, you can cast it once and roll an arcana check with it and see if you can successfully take it all out at once. Well, it's just a cantrip, so I'm not too concerned about that. But okay. I'm going to go ahead go. and, for the flavor text op opportunity, go ahead and roll Arcana and see if I can do it. Alright. You can do it. That is a whopping 11. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> you put out the one cart that you'll be standing on. Beautiful. Uh, so she'll put out all the little smoldering bits in this cart waving her hands with a bit of magic. Her magic might look like um, kind of some purple sparkly magics. Nice. Um, and then we'll smile up at Yobi and just, uh, allow me to just put out the fires then. Huh, useful. Then she'll hop out and then go tie a banana nut up to a tree, a little try to find a little hiding spot for now so that uh you could, in theory, because of the type of creature Banana Nut actually is, have him set to protect your your little companion there, and Yulby would know that, uh, like a, just like a like an instinct thing. Okay. She will not tie him up to a tree, but she <laughs> will bring him close to a tree to be hiding, because he's kind of big, and then pat his nose. Large. And then just be like, take care of Lyle, please. And then hop on over to Zug as she waits for Callie to put out fires. 
in the series of six second increments, Callie will go about and put out all these little fires. I think Zug would, while Callie's put out the fires, any bags that are like torn, just kind of mend the bags back together. There you go. Look at us being good Samaritans. <laughs> Anti-murder anti hobos. <laughs> Gotta do something. <laughs> Very proud. It's really Yobi's influence. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, after that's all done, um, gonna look over at Zag and just... Where did you say those, uh... Tracks were? Right off uh, this way. Yeah, and you see three distinct drag marks uh, heading into the cornfield. And when you look over that direction, I'm going to need the three of you to roll perception checks. Sure. This can be for vision or hearing, either one. I don't think it matters which one it is for me. Aha! Twenty-one. Jeez, you'll be okay. Nice. Somebody's in danger. (laughs) Nobody's in danger. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. I got a five. My other roll was a four, so I'm glad for that advantage. So, both Callie and Yulby will see and hear this. And uh, Zug will just barely make out the vague image of something in the distance. Off far into the cornfield. Uh, you'll be in Cali, will see a, uh, looks like the top of a windmill. And it seems to be spinning against the wind. You can just slightly hear it squeak against the wind. That's a good place to hide. Do the, do the drag marks lead there? They're heading in that direction, yes. Well, it seems we have a destination. Uzzah, off that direction. You'll be with their axe and a shield in the other arm. Just Callie. trudging on through. Did I Callie, you'll wait just half a second to allow Yulby to go first. And then we'll follow her. <laughs> ready to cast a spell should something bad happen. As they both <laughs> head into the cornfield, I think Zug is just going to shake his head. And, uh, when you smell a trap that reeks so obvious, I see how you guys going to follow. <laughs> you start into the cornfield. And with you'll be up front. I'm going to need Yulby to give me a basic wisdom check as she walks around this to see if she can maintain the correct distance. Because these corn stalks, or the correct direction, because these corn stalks are taller than her, so she's not going to be able to see anything once you're in the cornfield. In fact, I think they're taller than all of y'all. Oh, just straight up wisdom? Yep, just straight up wisdom check. Oh, that's nine. Nine. Alright. So. And uh, y'all are essentially just kind of wandering around this cornfield. Um, and is it possible to try to p- 
follow the uh, tracks on the ground? Uh, you could. You could always try to follow, follow the tracks on the ground. I tell you what, roll that wisdom check with advantage if you're going to do that. Cool. Just a flat wisdom check, not a save. Correct. Couldn't you roll survival? Because you're tracking. Okay, that I is... Mean, that'd probably work too, I guess. Well, it's the same modifier for both. But that is a nat 20 for a 22. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, anytime someone tries to veer off course, Callie essentially corrects them and says, no, 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 this way. <laughs> yeah, and I think as you... we would enter, and basically when she realizes that she can't look out and see the lighthouse anymore, she's like, okay, well, we have another path beneath our feet. Let's follow that. Alright, so, as you follow these tracks, now they're not super heavy once you get inside the cornfield here because they kind of, like, pushed over corn stalks or moved them out of the way so the tracks aren't as easy to see but they also don't go straight they they make sudden turns every now and then and uh, you seem to be following them for a good amount of time and it actually starts to become sunset oh good how far did this windmill seem you should have been able to reach it in an hour if you would, we're going straight through the cornfield. Sunset it was about three, maybe three and a half hours away from that time. So it should have... You cut out for me, so it should have only taken an hour to get to the It should have, if you had gone straight to the lighthouse, or straight to the windmill mm -hmm. from... I said lighthouse. Straight, straight to the windmill <laughs> from the entrance of the cornfield where you entered in it, it would have only taken an hour. And it seems like you've been wandering in this cornfield following these tracks for about three and a half hours. I mentioned this sounds like a trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, clearly this isn't getting us anywhere. Um, perhaps... You'll be, would you be willing to, um... Maybe you could, uh, g give me a boost and I could try to look over the corn? Yeah. She'll offer her shield. Like, put the axe back, offer her shield as a step so she can just kind of, like, lift that up instead as a flat surface rather than try to pick her up by her feet. Beautiful. Very nice. We'll try to climb onto this shield and uh, be lifted up so I can see above the court. Alright, so I need a strength check, and that would be acrobatics for Callie and a strength check for or athletics for uh, Yulby. Ha! 22! Oh yeah, you'll be easily Come on, Callie. Callie. Don't fall off. Don't fall <laughs> off. Don't fall off. Don't fall off. Ah. <laughs> oh. She got a four. A four. Her lucky number. <laughs> it's not lucky. I don't know why she likes them so much. <laughs> so I would assume that as Yulby goes to lift this shield up it uh, it startles Callie how easily Yulby lifts this shield up with her on it and she kind of stumbles backwards and falls off and lands on her butt well Yulby would have tried to catch her so she doesn't land completely on her butt Aww, thanks. <laughs> no just just picture it trying to like 
make our future shippers be like, hmm. Uh, yeah grabs kelly's arm as she starts to fall it's great kelly just kind of like stumbles and finds her feet (laughs) the other arm around her waist so she doesn't like dip down into the ground see beautiful scene (laughs) (laughs) perfect she will uh seem a little bit flustered and embarrassed she's like ah that um didn't work out quite the way i expected it to uh could we try once more yeah it did seem like you fell down all right so can you help hold her feet closer to the shield just so she stays on it sure okay try again (laughs) Roll those rolls. Uh, I guess both of you can roll with advantage since Zug is helping. That's a 14. A 14. And it's still good enough. It's still good enough to lift her up. You do it a little bit slower this time. Less enthusiasm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that is a 13. That's pretty close. I'd say she stays on this time. Beautiful. Maybe a little wobbly up there, but not so bad. <laughs> um, what do I see? Alright, so uh, if you're looking directly out in the direction she were walking, you actually see the carts. And it looks like you've been turned completely around. Okay, gonna look around. And as you look around... You'll notice that, uh, so, where you're standing at is pretty close to being directly in the center of, uh, this, between this windmill and the carts, but you seem to have been turned around and are facing the carts, and as you look around and turn around, the wind, you can see the windmill clear as day, and it looks almost pristine windmill, is just turning against the wind, with a, just a slight creak to it as it spins. Okay, gonna look down at the others. Um, it seems we, the tracks were leading back to the carts, and the windmill is that way. Uh, we did get closer to it, but we clearly got turned around. Oh. Do we want to try to continue back to it, or? Yeah, I got this. Yubi will help her down. And we'll follow the tracks. Walking backwards. <laughs> Essentially, you head back in the opposite direction where you were heading. No, like towards the windmill, right? Yes. But with her back towards the windmill, so <laughs> she's walking backwards. <laughs> they obviously got turned around, so she needs to turn around and walk that way. <laughs> I love these leaps of logic. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Well, I suppose that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch, this wasn't the way to solve Texas puzzle at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how tall is this corn? Uh, so a normal corn stalk is anywhere between eight and a half to nine foot tall, and these look like they're about ready to harvest. Okay. So, 
If I were to ritually cast Phantom Steed to get higher up. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> um, it would put you high enough. If we were to hypothetically go straight from where we are to the windmill, how long would it take? About 25, maybe 30 minutes. Okay. It's still, if you're walking, it's still pretty good distance. This is why I need my familiar to guide me. <laughs> But as um, y'all start moving back in the direction of the windmill, I'm going to need all three of you to make dexterity saves. Uh, of course. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, not bad. It's a 22. Okay. I guess she decided she was tired of horrors for now. Zug <laughs> with a 16. Three. So, what was yours? Three. Three. <laughs> She's walking backwards. I guess it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all great. So, <laughs> both uh, Callie and Zug see these and are able to move out of the way. Yulby, because she is walking backwards, does not see it. Now tell me, where is your shield currently? Um, she just helped Callie up, so she's probably on her arm. On her arm? Like okay. she'll put it right back on. You are going to take three damage mm -hmm. as an arrow strikes you in the back. Ow. The corn bit me! <laughs> Can I see where that arrow came from? Yes. Uh, it was in the direction of the windmill. The direction y'all are heading. But, like, can I see where it came from? <laughs> where it originated from? No. You could just, you just saw the corn moving and essentially saw them as they got close enough. Because my second thought was how far away, but that could be really bad. <laughs> You're also in a cornfield. Don't use fire. <laughs> Unless you all want to die. Tell me how to live my best life. <laughs> my question is, how do I not have, like, partial cover? That's why you only took three damage. Okay. <laughs> and... You hear a bunch of uh, maniacal laughing from like a group of people, and that is where we are stopping. Darn those people! But I just got the best perception to tell where they're coming from with the laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly is a little confused. Kelly is confused. <laughs> Okay, so Zeg was like, hey, can we just travel along the road without something happening? So, like, do caravans burn down often? Like, is this a common occurrence? And then, <laughs> and then he's like, this is obviously a trap. And it's like, okay, so caravans burn down often. And almost always when they burn down, it's a trap. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also, why would he then 
follow us into the cornfield and or not stop us if this was obviously a trap of some sort. So you... there has to be a high enough percentage of sometimes it not being a trap. Okay. High enough that he would be willing to go see what's happening. You've met you'll be correct. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be has a plan. She's going to do it. This is valid. I'm just saying, like, these are Callie's thoughts. She's like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not provisioned in traveling, right? Like, you guys are the, you're the experienced adventurers, and she's following y'all's lead. And he's just like, yeah, this is a thing that happens all the time. And she's like, man, this is a really, like, terrible thing to just happen all the time. Like, the road is a very dangerous place. (laughs) Nobody's sat and been like, hey, Yulby, that's a bad idea. Maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all just let her f- forge on forward. Well, I, th- I again, think we Cal- have told her it was a bad idea on something, and she's like, oh, we'll do it anyways. Okay. I made, it a, I made an attempt. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I have my shield over my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's fine. I'm just saying, like... Callie's like that, that math meme right now, you know, like all the little calculations and like... Mm. Like, trying to figure out, like, <laughs> what is happening here. Um, but it's it's fine. It'll be great. She's learning how to be a real adventurer with you guys. It's <laughs> beautiful. We'll learn and grow together. We even adopted a child. <laughs> <laughs> we can add that to our list of reasons why people ship us. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in. As always, any music and sound effects used in the episode are credited in the description. You'll also find a link to our Discord for which all of our social media can be reached. Hope you're enjoying yourselves here in Fate Rest. And this is Tex, your DM, signing off.